0: Devils or-
1: hey guys, look at this, I wanted to uh come eat, right, I'm hungry, I'm not paying attention to none of these signs, I'm just hungry. We walk in there, I'm thinking I'm about to, me and Klaus, I'm thinking I'm about to get some pancakes, my stomach is rumbling, and man, it's like we, we went back in time where, you know what, if you black, you... You can't eat here. So we go, we go, we go in the restaurant, and I'm t- my stomach is grumbling. I'm thinking about these pancakes; they about to be delicious, and I'm waiting to be seated. And they're like, uh, "Where's your card at?" And I'm like, "I'm still. I'm so hungry. My mind is still blank. I'm not putting two and two together." And then they're like, "Your your vac card? Where's your vaccination card at?" And I'm just sitting there like just dumbfounded. No pancakes for me because I'm not vaccinated. And then they're like, hey, you guys need to put your mask on and stuff like that. Let me tell you why this makes no sense, all right? I'm at the Golden Nugget Family Restaurant. You know why this doesn't make no sense? Because people who are vaccinated are still getting sick. So even if I go in there and I show you my card, that doesn't mean I'm not sick. So now I can't get no pancakes. Now, you know what? I I, I got a... Um, a taste of what it was like back in the day because that's exactly what it felt like that's exactly what it felt like guess what black man you ain't getting no pancakes today because you don't got a card ridiculous man ridiculous i should walk back in there and just cause a scene just take some pancakes you y'all ever seen the, the movie uh, life with with eddie murphy and them (laughs) that's what it felt like i'm not i'm not trying to be funny that's exactly what it felt like to me she she was looking at us like we were disgusting she's trying to be kind of polite but she just kind of she's looking at it she said uh it's a mandate and then he starts explaining to her what a mandate is right and then she's just 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 lost. People are brainwashed. And you know what? If We were just talking about this. If you're depressed and you're discouraged by what is going on in this world because you're looking and clearly common sense ain't common. And that's just discouraging to see that people are just brainwashed. You know what? Just lay it down with the Lord. God is still in control. Amen. Period. God is still in Amen. control. Hey, Amen. Hey, look, look. We always have a choice, yo. That's right. Today we chose Golden Nugget, and Golden Nugget did not choose us. But we ain't going to be mad about it, man. We going to make some right decisions, right? There's always Chick-fil-A, glory to God. <laughs> yeah, we'll we hit the Chick-fil-A uh, drive-thru. What, what I should do, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to go in here and just act a fool and just demand my pancakes. I'm going to take Dominion. That's what, matter of <laughs> fact, come on.
2: <laughs> Devils. And ladies and gentlemen, that's, that's the kind of stuff that's going on. Um, because we are, f- uh, we are doomed to repeat our past. Why do you think that the Democrats are constantly trying to remove statues, take things out of context, take things out of books, take things out of, uh, uh the, the, uh, the academic process that we all grew up with. Why do you think they're constantly trying to remove history so that we will be doomed To repeat it. Let me ask you, which is the party that was all about slavery? Which is the party, and I'm talking political party, in this country that was the party of the KKK? Which political party was the party of slavery? Which political party was the party that tried to deny voting rights to other people other than white people? Which which party did that? Now, let me ask you some uh, a more updated new round of questions. Which political party is pushing the vaccination passports? Which political party is literally putting minorities back into the same decade they were when the Democrats enjoyed their slavery? It's the Democrats again. They're doing it again. I wish I had a pancake truck. I'd drive down there, I'd find this guy and everybody else is looking for some pancakes and I'd make some pancakes. He's 100% correcto. It makes zero sense for you to ask for my vaccination card for me to come in and eat when if I am vaccinated, I could still be sick and I could still bring it into you. Matter of fact, you're gonna see in today's show that you're more likely to be sick being vaccinated, more likely to contract it and more likely to spread it I've been vindicated once again. We'll talk about that and much more here on Live from America, where you are locked and loaded. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, and as always coming to you live from the live free or die state of New Hampshire. It is an honor to be here with you twice a day, five days a week. God bless you for the rumble rants already coming in this morning. I want to go over to Getter. Before we give our family here on, on Rumble some love, let's go over and see who's watching on Getter. We've got Kathy 352, three fifty two. she says, war on the truth. Heidi Pfeiffer, how you doing? Uh, Pfeiffer, excuse me. Um, I have a killer pancake recipe I could send. Well, God bless you, girl. God bless you. Leslie Lugo from Boston, right down below New Hampshire. God bless you, girl. Can't wait to see you again. Christy Burns, how are you? Snapdragons is in the building. Let's say hello to our youth out there, ladies and gentlemen. Ground Apparel is watching. Vicky S., how you doing, Nicole Orr? Good to see you, my love. Thank you. Thomas Hammaker is watching. Of course, we've got Holly from RMA Apparel, my girl. Had a little FaceTime in with her yesterday. God bless you. Sabrina 77, thank you very much. And Laura Kidd, she says, good morning live from America family from Virginia. Well, good morning to you too, girl. Let's say hello to Melly. How you doing? Good to see you, Melly, on Rumble. Thank you very much for joining in. I appreciate it. We've got Denise 9904 from Indiana. She's watching. Kathy Cappy, how you doing, girl? Always nice to see you. Cynthia, why don't I see a Rumble rant option? Well, it's a little money bag sign down below where you actually type. And uh, imagine if we could get everybody to do a dollar a day. Wouldn't that be incredible? Imagine we'd be able to do. We'd be able to hire reporters to be able to go out into the uh, into the into the known world and get the real truth instead of relying on reporters from other everybody else. But yeah, it's just a little dollar sign down there. I think you might have to be signed in to do it. Why don't you ask the the uh, the audience and family members here? Uh, they can help you out. Nancy, how you doing? Good to see you, Nancy. Thanks for joining in. Uh, Tanja from Arizona. Is it Tanya or Tanja? That's a good question. Uh, Deb from Illinois, how you doing? Tori from Wisconsin, thank you for joining in. Darlene from Michigan, good to see you. Um, Miranda, hello, good to see you. And Susie from California. And look, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to ask for prayers for our very own Corn Pop. Um, Corn Pop is going through some, some personal stuff right now. And when the time comes that they are ready to talk about it, Uh, We'll talk about it, but I'd like to ask for prayers for our very own Corn Pop um, and prayers for everybody that's going through a a COVID sickness right now. Um, We're trying to get as many people healthy as possible, and that's one thing that I love about this show and this family is that we stick together. $3 Thursday. Thank you, Jen. God bless you. One thing I love about this family is that we stick together and we help each other out. That's the most important thing. Not sure if you can do Rumble Rant on a phone. Yeah, if you're on a mobile, it might be difficult. But if you use your phone and go to the uh, browser and just go to Rumble on your browser, it's just like being on a computer, and I believe you can do it on there. Okay? Thank you, Mary. God bless you, and thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Also, I'd like to give a big thank you. I got some mail. Got some mail, as you can see. The new address, everything's being forwarded over, so just so you know. And it is scrolling at the bottom if you need the new address. But Jenny Davis, Tom Jones... Mr. and Mrs. Larry, uh, Nip, I think it's K-N-I-P-P, I think it's Nip, uh, Cindy Entwistle, and Mike Bogue. I got all of your mail, and I want to say thank you very much for your kind donations as well. Let's get to the verse of the day today. I believe today might be the best verse of the day that I've ever had the, um, the, the pleasure uh, of, of, of researching and typing up for you guys. It, uh, it, it was truly uh, a great Verse of the day and a great uh, devotional and some time with the Lord this morning And I believe the Lord spoke through me this morning better than he ever has with today's verse of the day So i'm going to go ahead and get into that now I titled today's verse or today's newsletter. I should say What will you say in the end? What will you say in the end and I said hello and good morning I'm, so blessed to be able to do this newsletter to so many people Sometimes I stop and think about the thousands of people reading this that needed to read this at the perfect time. That is God speaking to you through this amazing technological ability. And I feel so honored. My hope is that you will identify with this verse today and that you will pass it along to your closest friends and family that you think may also need to read this today. God bless you. Verse of the day comes from 2 Timothy 4, 7, and 8. Listen up, folks. 2 Timothy 4, 7, and 8. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. Is that what you would like to say when your time comes? I urge you to start from 2 Timothy 4 1. Let's actually go there now. I have this pulled up this morning. Instead of going right to 2 Timothy 7 and 8, let's go to 2 Timothy 4 1. And it says this in the presence of God and in Christ and, and of Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead. And in view of his appearing in his kingdom, I give you this charge. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instructions. Think about what that that said just now. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them and a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you keep your head in all situations, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, Discharge all the duties of your ministry for I am already being poured out like a drinking off like a drink offering and my time for departure is and and time for my departure is near now that's all leading up to I have fought the good fight and the reason why I wanted to read that to you in context today was for you to understand that everything that we're going through collectively as Americans and as a family and as children of God right now is explained exactly in what I just read and how we are to react and what we are to do moving through it and beyond, okay? So what will you be able to say at the end of the blessing that God allows us to experience called life? Will you have regrets? I'm sure most people will say yes because we are not perfect beings and all of us have messed up. Regrets of the way you lived your life or the choices you made are normal. However, if you come to know Jesus Christ and who he really is and you seek to know and understand everything that you, uh, that you have never been able to figure out, then you are on the road to no regrets. Once you give your whole self over to Jesus, you are born new. You no longer have a past. Hence, there's nothing to regret. As a matter of fact, you are very quickly, you very quickly realize how light and free you feel. And you cry for hours and sometimes maybe even days in happiness. You shed that old weighted down with stress, regret and anxiety self that you've only known for so long. And it's not a myth, folks, trust me. I even fought it when it was happening to me. Imagine that, imagine that. Fighting something that is good and pure and perfect and that wants to love you and care for you and provide for you just to stay in a life that hates you, despises you, brings trouble your way and attacks you every second of every day, sowing seeds of doubt, anxiety, fear, and depression. Why? Why would anybody ever fight to keep that? Well, Jesus said it best. Forgive them, Lord. They know not what they do. But here's the key. We have to seriously long for his second coming, meaning that we know what is to come before that day is here in the flesh, and it doesn't sound so good. We love our lives in this flesh so much, and we love these earthly things so much. Will we really want to cut that short? Would we really want to cut everything that we know short tomorrow if Jesus were to come back? Do you selfishly hope that that he comes long after your death so that you can live here as long as you can? The reason I ask is because I found myself thinking like that until recently, actually. God revealed that to me and I wanted to share it with you. So trust in the Lord. Trust in his promises and long for him to come as soon as possible. Shed this earthly desire and these earthly wants and these earthly needs. They're nothing compared to what's coming. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. I believe that might have been the best newsletter I've ever put out. And all glory goes to God for that. Let's remove our hats today. Let's say the Lord's Prayer all together as we get ready to start this show. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus name. Amen. People are saying, I'm ready for him to come now. Jeremy, think you have children. You want to be here to guide them. Into Jesus's hands. Yes. No, you're right. But I wanted to, what I really wanted to uh, point out in that is we love our lives and we want to be here as long as possible, but we should love the fact that he might come tomorrow far more than what we love here. That was my only reason for saying that. And I believe it's true. (laughs) I believe it's true. All right. Who's ready for the verse? I mean, who's ready for the first and foremost section? I know I am. Before we get to that, I need 1,000 shares, folks. 1,000 shares, getter and rumble. Let's do it. Let's get that force multiplying out there, and let's share to as many people as we possibly can. Before we get to the first and foremost section, things to watch out for today. The Supreme Court ruling on Biden's illegal, illegitimate, I should say, uh, vaccine mandate we are expected to hear from the supreme court today thank you for all the rumble rant donations coming in you guys are amazing let's get to it first and foremost new quinnipiac poll shows that broke back biden the illegitimate uh, administration living and residing and getting his butt wiped at 1600 pennsylvania avenue in washington dc overall approval ratings have plummeted ladies and gentlemen to 33%. Now, I will say, I figured that this would have happened. I believe his real, real approval ratings have probably been at 33% for quite some time. However, I officially thought this would happen back in early December, late November, early December. I figured by Thanksgiving, he would be in the low 30s, low, like 30 to 32. He's at 33 now, and we're about halfway through January. Like I said, Believe the polls uh, only as far as you want to believe them. However, I thought for sure, I thought for sure, ladies and gentlemen, that his poll numbers would have been this in November going into December. But yet here we are either way. And check this out. This is even worse. Among independents alone, if we're just looking at independents, just looking at independents, it is now 25%. That is worse than Kamala Harris's overall. And independents are what win elections. Okay? Independents are what win elections, and you only have 25% of independents who actually think that Biden is doing a good job. When we've talked about many, many times being politically dead and having no political capital, that is it. If you can't, look, they have the White House, they have the Senate, and they have the House, and they can't get anything done. What does that tell you? They're so upset that they can't get anything done because they're so weak and illegitimate that they're now trying to change the rules, and they're not even going to be able to change the rules. They are so politically dead with political capital, they don't even have enough to change the rules to cheat that is where he is at right now it is bad news bears for him and anybody associated with him which is why 50 cent in drag Stacey Abrams did not show up because she does not want to be within 10 feet of broke back Biden and Kamala Harris she's you know what for all of Stacey Abrams problems and her evil sins that she commits for all of that one thing that she is not is stupid Stacey Abrams is not stupid. She is not stupid at all. She has more brains than that gap between her teeth. Let me tell you. Let's move on and let's talk about this, uh, this Quinnipiac poll just a little bit more in depth so that we can get a better understanding of why and, and how bad he is politically dead, okay? This new Quinnipiac poll spells trouble for Joe Biden and the Democratic Party going into this election year. We're gonna talk a little bit about that and what the Associated Press is going to do to try to help him moving forward, but that's a little later in the show. Joe Biden's overall approval dropped to 33%, and his disapproval is at 53%. That's not only underwater, folks. That's literally somebody holding you down under the water and drowning you. Drowning you. (laughs) Drowning. Drowning you. That's what that is. Somebody asked for, uh, for prayers for Freddie. Please, ladies and gentlemen, pray for Freddie and help him out, but let's get into this real quick. So, Republicans, only two percent approve of Biden. <laughs> Independence, 25 percent and Democrats, 75 percent, which means 25 percent of Democrats do not even approve of Biden. This is why he can't get anything done. So when you have that altogether, it is a it totals up to be a uh, 33 to percent overall total disapproval rating among men he's only got 26%. Among women, he only has 40%. Uh, Disapproval rating is 53% in total, 95% disapproval rating among Republicans, only a 14% disapproval rating among Democrats, but a 57% disapproval rating amongst independents. That is massive. Again, independents win elections, folks. All day long, every day, up and down the street. It doesn't matter. Independents win elections. Okay. Joe Biden's approval ratings among blacks and Hispanics has also dropped. Just in uh, just two months ago, Joe Biden's approval rating among uh, black people was sixty-five percent, and among Hispanics was thirty-three percent. But this new Quinnipiac poll on Biden's approval ratings shows that uh, uh, the black approval rating cratered to 57%, and now his approval rating among Hispanics is now down to 28%. Folks, this, folks, 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 come on, man. This from a guy who got 81 million votes, this from a guy who who um, who uh, basically got far more votes, black vote, than Barack Obama, the first black president of the United States of America, and in many people's eyes, the best president we've ever had. Definitely the best speaker, I'll give you that. He might have been one of the best speakers, but he definitely wasn't the best president. It wasn't even close. was one of the worst presidents, statistically speaking. But anyway, are you going to sit here and tell me, straight-faced, that Joe Biden, the <laughs> one of the most racist politicians to ever live in Washington, D.C., got more of the black vote than Barack Obama. And here's, check this out. Check this out. This is even better. Barack Obama, in all of his votes, carried, what was it? Uh, in in uh, Carried 800 and some odd counties. Had like 800, and some, uh, of all the black vote, I should say, uh, 800 and something counties, uh, he, he won. And Biden only won 400 and something counties, but yet he got most of the black vote and 81 million votes. I mean, statistics don't lie, guys. They just don't lie. (laughs) So anyway, this is, this is, this is instable. This is, this is not, uh, there's no way that he can keep this going. I don't know what that means, but what I do know is that they're not, they don't even have enough political capital to change the filibuster rule to cheat because Manchin, Cinema, and three others are not with it. They're not for it. Nothing they can do will get them out of this hole. Literally nothing. And this is all because of every one of you. This is all because of us making the country aware of the reality and the truths and the facts that are coming out of Washington, D.C., and not allowing mainstream fake news media to push that narrative to the masses. And we're going to get to that a little bit later in this show, too, because. They are down further than I've ever thought. We got new numbers today and I cannot wait to share those with you. But anyway, I wanted to start the show off today talking about Biden's incompetence. Now, we're going to continue to talk about Biden's incompetence as it relates to our military, the United States Army, because it looks like the Biden regime's vaccine mandates are not going well because now the United States Army is offering a max sign-on enlistment bonus of $50. $50,000 to all new recruits as the service struggles to lure new soldiers. The U.S. Army now is offering $50,000, ladies and gentlemen. Can you imagine that? $50,000 to enlist because they need more recruits. And why do they need more recruits? Because they're too busy being woke and getting rid of the fine men and women because they don't want to take a vaccine. Unbelievable. Believable. The U.S. Army for the first time is offering the maximum enlistment bonus of $50,000 to highly skilled recruits who join for six years. That's the caveat. You have to join for six years. They want you for as long as they can. The Associated Press, the AP, which we'll talk about a little later in the show has learned as the service struggles to lure soldiers into certain critical jobs amid the continuing pandemic. How about don't kick people out of the military and you wouldn't have to fill these roles. Major General Kevin Viren, Head of the Army Recruiting Command told the AP that uh, that shuttered schools and the competitive job market over the past year have posed significant challenges for recruiters. So heading into the most difficult months of the year for recruiting, the Army is hoping that some extra cash and a few other changes will entice qualified young people to sign up. Now, a little bit of that makes sense. I can understand where he's coming from when he says because of the pandemic, recruiters can't get out there and do what they normally did. I get it. But again, you're allowed these bureaucrats and these experts in the health, in the health uh, industry and at the CDC and the NIH and the losers that work at the Pentagon to tell you what you can and can't do based on fear porn. I mean, I, I get it. I get it. You have a chain of command. I get it. You have to follow it. But people are sooner or later going to have to stand up. Hundreds of service members in the Army, Navy, Air Force and Marines have already been purged for, for, for refusing to get vaccinated against the Fauci virus, the common cold. So you're going to spend more taxpayer money to get more people into the positions in the military that you need filled because you decided to get rid of the people who were qualified and skilled for those jobs. Who signed up for free. Wow. Talk about good business plan. That's a great economic business plan. That's a great budget you got there, Pentagon. That's smart. Hey, let's purge and then give people more money to come in and basically be our robots and our sheep. So for that, the United States Army and the entire Pentagon, and not the servicemen and women, I'm talking about the people who run the apparatus, they get, where's it at? Come on. They get... The Dumb Dumb Award of the day. Don't be so stupid. Don't be so stupid. Now, switching gears here. For five months here on Live From America, I have observed, researched, and followed this story wherever it took me. Excuse me, hold on. I just saw something. Mother-in-law who is dying of brain cancer. I listened to your videos. Hours over, over and over. Thank you for being here for us. Prayers. Bye, friends. Um, I have to go be with my mother who's, okay, listen, we'll be praying. We'll be keeping you in our heart. I just noticed that when it when it popped up, and I just want to say I'm very sorry for your loss. And just keep God close because you know where she's going is far better than we are. I know it's easier said than done, but stay strong. God bless you. We love you. All right. Let's go back to what I was what what I was saying for 5 months here on live from America. I have spent hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours observing, researching and following the story wherever it took me pertaining to this um to this being a pandemic of the vaccinated rather than this being what the mainstream media narrative has been pushing a pandemic of the unvaccinated and I have been brutally brutally attacked by the left By third party fact checkers, I have been completely stripped of all um, access to YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and all the other garbage socialist media sites because I was one of the only people that kept harping on this as much as they tried to silence and censor me. I've talked about this so much that even you, the co-owners of this show, The people who have funded this show, you have probably said, oh, is he talking about the vaccine again? Is he talking about the unvaccinated and the vaccinated again? We get it, dude. But there's a reason that I am doing this and there's a reason that I'm beating this to death. And it's because it is the one thing. That is they're using to steal everything else. It's the one thing that they're using to take your freedoms. It's the one thing that they're using to bankrupt now your grandchildren's children. It is the one thing that, keep, that keeps them in power. It is the one thing that they keep using over our head for all facets of life. And if we could just get this exposed and to go away, life could resume and we could still continue to do the things that we know and love in America. That is why I keep harping on this. And I've been right over and over again. And I'm not saying that to say, look, I told you so I was right. I'm doing that to tell you that I am so passionate about this that there's no possible way that the story where it was leading me could have been false. I did not say anything out of my own emotion. Everything was from passion, but everything was from fact. And I've been proven right over and over on this. And I'm going to continue to talk about this. All right. This was common sense, and it now validates people like you and me and this show even more now that the mainstream media is finally admitting it as well. Yesterday, I told you that the WHO was joining the message of the EU, the European Union, to inform and warn people about getting uh, uh, reoccurring booster shots. They're saying it's killing people. Don't do it. That's what they're saying. Didn't hear that on CNN last night, though, did you? Did you? The latest UK data, or UK data, United Kingdom data, that we just got shows that vaccinated deaths are much higher than unvaccinated deaths deaths in the last three months. Let me pull up this story, get into it for you. This is crazy. This is absolutely crazy, and I cannot believe that more people are not talking about this. The latest official health data from the British government shows that the fully vaccinated individuals are not experiencing the robust protection against hospitalization or death that they were promised, but rather have alarmingly been contracting the virus, getting hospitalized and even dying at a much higher number than the unvaccinated have been over the past few months. As of December 5th, The vaccinated have accounted for a whopping four of every five COVID-19 deaths in England since August 16th. Folks, this is incredible. This is huge. Let me read that last part for you again. Let me read it for you again so that you understand exactly what this report from Britain is saying. Have an alarming, uh, alarmingly, been contracting the virus, getting hospitalized, and even dying at a higher number than the unvaccinated. And they've accounted for a whopping four out of five COVID deaths in England since August 16th, which is my birthday. And this is according to the United Kingdom's Health Security Agency COVID data. Over those four months, August through December, there were 3,070 COVID-19 deaths among the unvaccinated population. Remember that number, okay? Type this number in your comment threads. The la- in, from August to December, 3070 COVID deaths among unvaccinated people in England. In that same time frame, there was 12,058 deaths amongst the vaccinated population. 3,070 COVID-19 deaths from vac- for, for unvaccinated and 12,058 deaths among the vaccinated population during the same time frame. This chart that I'm about to show you below, courtesy of the UK Daily Exposé, illustrates the UK COVID death numbers by vaccination status. Let me find a proper place to pull this up. so You guys can see it the best. Probably going to have to go full screen for you so you can see it the best. So just give me a second here. All right, let's pop this over. Look at this graph I'm about to show you. Cumulative number of COVID-19 deaths by vaccination status in England, August 16th through December 5th, according to the official UK HSA vaccine uh, surveillance report. Check this out. See this red line here? See those deaths? That red line that my cursor is on? Those are the two-thirds dose vaccinated, meaning they were double vaccinated. You see this line right here, this orange line? That was one dose. But you see this here, this green line? That is no dose, no vaccinations. So it looks like one vaccinate, one vaccine doesn't do much damage. But when you take that second one, look at what happens. And I guarantee you, when we get the data on the boosters, that number is going to go far higher. Far higher. Because, and this is why the WHO yesterday joined in on this warning to say, stop getting boosters, stop getting boosters, it's weakening you, common sense, again, you don't, I'm not the smart, I'm not even the smartest guy that's watching this show right now, let alone some scientist or some virologist or some uh, 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 doctor or scientist in any field, I'm just a guy, but research is research, stats are stats, facts are facts, math is math, and numbers don't lie because two plus two does not equal racist. The expose, somebody asked what newspaper uh, that was in, the article in in which that was in that showed all of that coming from the UK, uh, HSA, that is the expose in the UK. What's even more concerning is that the vaccinated death numbers have been increasing over time. That's the worst part. It's not that these happened like really high and then dropped. No, it's actually increasing over time with a slight dip occurring in November after the numbers skyrocketed in October. (laughs) Unbelievable. And keep in mind that this public health data only includes COVID deaths. The astronomical difference does not include people who may have died of other causes related to taking the vaccine, which could be thousands in the UK alone. I guarantee you it is. This is unbelievable. The, it, what's, what drives me absolutely bat crap crazy in all of this is that it rely, this falls on me? This falls on you? This falls on regular, everyday, average Americans to get this kind of information out there to the world because even Fox News won't report this stuff? I mean, I'm sure that there's a few on there that would, but as a whole... They don't want anything to do with it. They don't want to be the target. I I, I just don't understand how this falls on you and how this falls on me. Justin, House passes the Freedom to Vote Act. Not a single Republican supported the bill. Senate filibuster showdown is next. Look, the only reason they want to get this on the floor in the Senate is to get people on record and then pressure the people that voted against it. Like, Jen, like Joe Manchin. They want public pressure on Joe Manchin. They want public pressure. Basically, they're sticking their dogs on the people that don't want to comply. But again, going back to the story that I just told you, how does that fall on you and I? Crazy. Crazy stuff, folks, but we're always going to continue to tell the truth here on Live from America. We're always going to get the truth and the facts and the stats out there to the world and there's nobody and nothing that can stop it. Now, since we're talking about things that are happening overseas, let's continue to talk about that because what I'm about to show you in Italy is going to turn your stomach. Because the Gestapo and the Nazi brown shirts are back 100% in full action, ladies and gentlemen. There is no other thing that you can compare what I'm about to show you uh, next. Now, let's go back to that cold open video of those two gentlemen who could not get served pancakes at the Golden Nugget because they did not have their vaccine card. Wow, that's a pretty, uh, that's a pretty clever way of keeping black people out of establishments knowing that the black population is the one least... Uh, which is the one most uh, vaccine hesitant? Wow, that's real clever, huh? Let's go back to racism under the guise of vaccine passports. Real clever. But what I'm the reason why I'm tying these two stories together is because it's another example. If we get rid of our past, we are doomed to relive it again and again and again. And that's exactly what you're about to see in this next video that I show you coming out of the United or coming out of Italy, coming out of Italy. And it's going to show you the brown shirts and the Gestapo, ladies and gentlemen. Again, like I said, they're back at it. They are back at it. Check this out. What you're seeing here is police and military patrolling the streets, asking for people's papers. That's what you're seeing right now it's not it's not specifically to go in anywhere some of it is but some of it is right out on the streets they're just stopping people and saying let's see your vaccination passport is this not the past coming back to haunt us look at this rome police stopping a bus and checking the the vaccination status of the people on the bus show me your papers show me your papers Now, I would not be talking through this if it actually was speaking in English, but they're speaking in Italian, and most of you can't understand it anyway. Show me your papers, sir. Scan it. Make sure we have record of where you're going and when you went. Doomed to repeat it, folks. This is pure insanity. Revolt and revolution. That's what comes next. Revolt and revolution, that's what comes next. Now, staying overseas, I want to play you another video. Now, this next video is coming from Australia, which we know was the hub of the New World Order and the hub of concentration camps. And what you're about to see now, you're about to see a video from Australian, Western Australian um, Minister Mark McGowan. He actually went on TV... This is so racist. (laughs) This is so what I'm about to show you is so racist. It's not funny. He went on TV to try to appeal to the Aboriginal uh, community. So what he did is he went on TV. He thinks that the Aboriginal community does not understand that there's a pandemic. He thinks they're too stupid to understand that there's a pandemic. And he thinks that they're also too ignorant and too stupid to know about how serious this pandemic really is because they don't have the education that the inner city Australian has. No, no, no. These people out in these Aboriginal communities, they're dumb. They're stupid. So I'm going to give them a message, he says, and I am going to use a translator to speak directly to the Aboriginal community to let them know how in danger they really are. Never mind symptoms. Never mind actually being sick and feeling like you're actually coming down with something. No, 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 no. We need to tell you how in danger you really are if you don't listen to us. This is Mark McGowan being ever so stupid, using an Aboriginal translator to speak to the Aboriginalists out there in Australia in the outer parts of Australia, in Western Australia. And... It is so ridiculously stupid, you can't even believe how dumb this is. It's literally almost a word-for-word translation. They do speak English, <laughs> okay? English is their language. I do get it. There's some slang in there. But wait till you see how word-for-word this really is and how ridiculous this really is. And then when you realize how racist it actually is, we got to speak. It'd be like, it would be like if a president here or a governor here actually got a translator to speak to people that live in the mountains like hillbillies or rednecks even though they're speaking English. It's almost as bad as the movies that you see, these comedy movies where somebody's speaking to a Chinese person and they're like, my name is Jeremy. I am American. Do you know where the library is? And the Chinese guy goes, yeah, it's down the street, two feet. <laughs> this is the equivalent of that.
3: Watch. This is an important message to keep Aboriginal people safe.
4: And this message, a proper important one, to keep everybody safe. One.
3: (laughs) You can die from the corona or get really sick.
4: You can pass away from this corona, or you can get really sick. One.
3: It's time to get the corona needle. To keep people and country strong.
4: Diyan, it's time to get him this needle, the (laughs) corona, to keep him, but all the people and country proper strong one.
3: The corona needle will protect kids, old people, men, and women.
4: Well, the corona needle gotta keep him. Mel a safe one for all the kids and for all the men and women.
3: Many people around the world have already had the needle.
4: <laughs> Big mob people all around the world <laughs> already them what their needles.
2: Oh my lads. It is free oh. and it's safe.
4: <laughs> the young, that needle is he free one. And he safe one.
3: If you're worried, talk to your clinic or medical centre, or go to roll up for WA on the internet
2: <laughs> on, on the if Google like
3: machine.
4: <laughs> talk like yours for the clinic. Oh, I can't even. Or go to the hospital place, or go to get yourself roll up. The internet.
3: So get your needle now and stay strong. Thank you.
4: So, you will have to get him that needle and stay a proper strong one. And thank you. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: oh, my Lanta. Excuse me, sir. My name is Jeremy. Hi, Jeremy. How you doing? I am, how you say, fine. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. That might be the stupidest thing that I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> You're safe, all right? Get a needle, okay? <laughs> you be safer getting a needle. I have never seen something so incredibly embarrassing, so incredibly wrong, so incredibly offensive, and so incredibly stupid as that. I thought, <laughs> when I saw it, I thought it was, a, uh, I, I didn't think it was real. I said, this isn't real. Come on. <laughs> it's got to be like a, an edit or a Babylon Bee thing. Nope, nope, nope. Nope, it was real. It was real. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it was real. All right, I want to go back to the AP. I told you I was going to come back to the AP story about how they're going to help Biden, the Associated Press. Before we get into that, I want you to know that when I was still on Facebook, the Associated Press was probably the biggest bullies when it came to fact-checking against my page, okay? <clears throat> I'd say that the Associated Press probably sent me 20 to 30 emails from their reporters asking if I would, uh, if I would uh, comment on their fact checking on my page by 5 p.m. today or else it's going to be too late. The only comment that I ever gave them was very condescending and then I screenshot them and put them on Facebook. Probably not why I'm there anymore. But anyway, the AP will no longer emphasize the COVID count nor the COVID deaths in the United States in order to help Joe Biden and the Democrats going into the mid Term election season. Well, isn't that cute? <laughs> isn't that cute? Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice of the AP to help the, uh, the Biden administration like that? The Associated Press told its editors to no longer run stories solely on COVID case counts or deaths. Anything to help Joe Biden and the Democrats going into the midterms. The Democrats used high case counts from faulty tests to, uh, to destroy Donald J. Trump and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. However, now that the COVID cases are at a record-breaking level under Joe Biden with a vaccine, the AP is changing how it's going to report the stories. N- instead of just reporting the truth, look, well, we'll get to that in a minute. We'll get, we'll get to that in a minute. The uh, quote, the number of case counts soared over the holidays and expected development given the emergence of a variant more transmissible than its predecessor, the AP said about the Omicron variant. The AP argued the case counts were incorrect because many people self-test or are infected without knowing it. So for that reason, they will no longer emphasize the case count. For that reason, the Associated Press has recently told its editors and reporters to avoid emphasizing case counts in stories about the disease. That means, for example, no more stories focused solely on a particular country or a state setting a one-day record for number of cases because the claim has become unreliable, they said. That means that everything, that they, <laughs> everything they told you before, they're saying is false. That's, that's the 5,000-foot overview here. That's the signal, not the noise, as B- uh, Bannon would say. The AP is now admitting that there's a difference between hospitalized because of COVID and being hospitalized with COVID. Oh, something the dumbest of us knew, something that us aboriginals knew so long ago. Quote, hospitalizations and death rates are considered by some to be more reliable picture of COVID-19's current impact on society. Yet even the usefulness of those numbers has been called into question in recent days. In many cases, hospitalizations are incidental. There are people being admitted for other reasons and are surprised to find out that they tested positive for COVID. Oh, oh, thanks, hospital, for telling me something that I didn't feel or know, said Tanja Lewis, senior editor for health and medicine at Scientific American, the AP said. And Josh Crossar on Twitter wrote, the AP has recently told its editors and reporters to avoid emphasizing case counts and stories about the disease. That means, for example, no more studies focused solely on one day records and stuff like that, because it makes Biden look bad, folks. Come on, man. Hey, come on, man. Why are you doing this to me, man? Come on, man. I got, the, I got 81 million votes. All right, okay, folks, I got 81, 81 million votes from a defeated president. COVID ran rampant throughout entire America. Black, black front Americans are affected the most. So we got to get in and out there and I got to have some seafood because I got hairy legs. Okay, going into election season, I got to have black, black front Americans and Chinese. Come on, man. <laughs> anyway, let's get to some good news. I got a Smarty Award to give away, so let's go ahead and give it away. Representative Madison Cawthorn, great American patriot from the great state of North Kakalaki, along with <clears throat> Bill Posey, Diana, Harshbarger, Lisa McLean, Randy Weber, and Matt Gates, all signed and sent a letter directly to the director of the CDC demanding answers about Project Veritas' story and the documents that they exposed and Fauci's lying to Congress. And ladies and gentlemen, I told you yesterday, this is just the tip of the iceberg. This is just the tip of the iceberg for holding these people accountable because now we actually have representatives and senators digging in deeper than they've ever dug before, and they already know where the origin is. We all know now where the origin of COVID-19 came from, and it came from a collaborative um, exercise for years between Americans, not America, but Americans, Tony Fauci, all of the people at the NIH and the NAID, and covered up by our own Pentagon. So how can you not say, I got a lot of people that messaged me last night and say, how dare you? How dare you say that the United States is responsible for COVID? We are. We are. Maybe not you, maybe not me, but we as a country are responsible because we funded it and we paid China to finish it and then China released it. It's all coming to a head, folks. I want to read to you just a little bit of this letter that was sent by Madison Cawthorn. He's demanding, he says, um, he's demanding the answers to these questions that I'm about to read you. Was the DARPA report referenced in the Project Veritas video of January 10th, 2022, actually hidden in the top secret share drive? And if so, why? Why is the DARPA protocol for determining whether a, sh- a report should be classified or unclassified? Further, who at DARPA is responsible for withholding the release uh, withholding release the original report detailing the issues with the proposed EcoHealth Alliance project. If the uh, inclusion of this report in a, uh, in a top secret folder was a mistake, what is the DARPA protocol for ensuring that this type of mistake does not occur again? Number four, did Dr. Tony Fauci and or the NIAID fund project diffuse at facilities in Wuhan and in the United States, as, allegedly by Major, as alleged by Major Joseph Murphy in a report to the inspector general, even after DARPA rejected the idea because it became too close to violating regulations against gain-of-function research. Further, what facilities in the U.S. also participated in this research? I mean, we're getting to the bottom of this, folks, and I can promise you when we take over in November, heads are going to roll. Number five, millions of Americans have suffered as, <clears throat> as, uh, as this was uh, hidden for unknown reasons. To what extent, if any, was there any attempt to suppress potential um, <coughs> curvatives identified in Major Murphy's report? Number six, what is the extent of the EcoHealth Alliance's collaboration with the Wuhan Institute of Virology and the creation of SARS-CoV-2? Number seven, did the NIH or the NIAID and or the EcoHealth Alliance change the definition of gain-of-function research? Yes, they did. We know they did. With an eye to bypass the moratorium on gain-of-function research? Yes, they did. We already know the answer to that. We already got proof on that one. So that's a redundant question, just getting them to answer probably falsely. Number eight, do Dr. Fauci, the NIH, and or the NIAID recognize the danger that nebulous, uh, that nebulous definitions of gain-of-function research posed to the international health. And number nine, lastly, was Dr. Fauci party to or a co-conspirator with any effort to mislead the American public? Was he aware of the NIH funding of gain-of-function research and the true origins of the coronavirus? And basically language that goes on further is give us the answers to this or else. So I want to go ahead and I want to give a Smarty Award of the Day to Madison Cawthorne. Not only Madison Cawthorne, but all the other uh, representatives who signed on to that letter. You guys get the Smarty Award of the Day. You're on Live from America, January 13th, year of our Lord, 2021. We're almost done, folks. We're going to go over a few minutes, and I apologize, but I appreciate you staying here. If you have not shared the video yet, please do so. Here we go. Because of the work, this is all good news to end the show and you're going to love it. Don't go anywhere, I promise you. Because of the work that this new conservative media industry that we have in this country has done to expose all the corruption, now mainstream media is forced, ladies and gentlemen, to report on the election fraud that happened on November 3rd, 2020. Yesterday, I told you that Lackawanna County, Pennsylvania may be a hot spot for ballot harvesting and may be a part of what's going on in Georgia. Today, there's we know that there's, I think, six to eight drop boxes in this area, and all of them were supposed to have cameras on them, but only one ended up having cameras on them. And of that one, we caught ballot harvesting. I'm gonna show you a video of it. <laughs> Today I've obtained that video from local news, which is mainstream there. <clears throat> And my question is, how much of what you're about to see has actually gone on all over the county and maybe all over the country? Let me bring this up, and let's get into it. Check this out.
0: That's right. We've obtained video tonight that shows a man
5: dropping several ballots into a drop box. WBRE 22, WYU
0: 22, Eyewitness News reporter Cody Butler joins live outside the government center in downtown Scranton with more. Cody, what have you learned?
5: Andy and Candace, good evening. The video was captured here outside the government center where one of six drop boxes are located in the county. Let's take a look at the video that was captured here outside the government center. It shows a man with two handfuls of what is alleged to be ballots. He walks into the former Globe store and puts the envelopes in the drop box. Commissioner Chris Schermack brought up his concern in today's commissioner's meeting. He filed a right to know soon after he received an anonymous tip about this person, who on May 17th appeared to drop several ballots inside the drop box, which is illegal. Only the person voting can drop it off. Through the right to know, which was approved not too long ago, Chris Schermack obtained the video from the sheriff's office. The two other commissioners did not see the video ahead of the meeting today. This is just a snippet of what Commissioner Shermack, Debbie Dominic, and Jerry Notariani had to say in the meeting after it was brought up. I now have proof that my concerns were legitimate. We were all assured that these boxes would be under constant video surveillance to prevent anything illegally from happening. This, this evidence will show that it, it's, it's, it's definitely a problem and, and we need to take this serious. In, you know, I, I'm just still, I am not for these
0: drop boxes. Uh, they shouldn't have dropped them in, if that's the case, I don't know, but they shouldn't have done that. But, but. St- ballots were still <coughs> legally counted.
2: No, they weren't. They're not which supposed is to a be. contention of the, <sighs> the great lie. Uh, it's, it doesn't no. affect
5: the integrity of the it process. Not,
2: Look at those loser the commissioners the there. Oh, it's not a big deal. It's illegal, but it's not a big deal. Shermack
5: sure, says last year when the drop boxes were first placed at Two the handfuls location, of envelopes. video surveillance was supposed to be monitoring each box, not just at the Globe store. He raised the question today, who is reviewing the video to prevent illegal activity from happening again? In the meeting today, Debbie Dominic says that there is a concern, but asked Shermac if the sheriff's office was reimbursed for their time reviewing and providing Shermac with a copy of the video. Now, Commissioner Notarianni says when the ballots reach the voter registration office, there are checks and balances when counting each ballot. In Scranton, Cody Butler, 2822, Eyewitness News. Guys?
2: All right, thank you, Cody. We're... Cl- So if that happened there, how many other drop boxes did that happen to in that area, which I think he said there was six more or five more that don't have cameras on them? How many happened there? How many happened across the state? How many happened across the country? The voting rolls, the ballot boxes, and the mail-in ballots, that's what won them the election. Yes, Dominion is involved in it, but not nearly enough to be able to steal the millions of votes because it would be too. Look, they used so many different ways to do this, and and the reason why they're trying to push this H.R. 1 bill so bad is because what I've been telling you this whole last year is true. The amount of stoppage when it comes to stealing the election that we've put in in each one of these states is going to amount to them not being able to steal the election. That's why they're trying to push the federalize. So when you say, should my vote do? Should I have confidence that my vote will count 100%? Yes. Should I have uh, confidence that, that they're not going to be able to cheat again? Yes. That's why they're fighting this so bad. Because we're getting to the bottom all, of all of this. Big shout out to Teddy Daniels and, and uh, Doug Mastriano. Hopefully they win governor and lieutenant governor in there in Pennsylvania. Pass the good word now. I told you in the beginning. I titled today's show... <clears throat> That the Dem- Democrat Party and the mainstream media are dying. They're dead. I need some water. Hold on. <clears throat> Here's further proof. We know that Biden's poll numbers are at 33% and 25% among independents, political capital, done, gone, over, buried, drowning under the water. Here's something even better for you. Ready for this? CNN. We got new numbers out today. You <laughs> go, this makes me feel good. You ready? CNN is down 90% in viewership from last January. That means in January of 2021, CNN had 90% more viewers than they do January of 2022. CNN's viewership has plummeted 90% from last year in critical, critical demographic. So maybe after a year of scandals and perverts and pedophilia, Maybe that might have something to do with it, but maybe lying. According to the new report by the Daily Mail, CNN averaged only 548,000 viewers in the first week of January. (laughs) I was doing almost that when I was on Facebook by myself. Averaged 548,000 viewers in the first week of January compared to 2.7 million viewers the same week last week january in 2021 the network's owner jeff zucker has been under fire for protecting perverts and pedophiles at his company (laughs) and this is what's gone on just in the last year cnn has fired chris cuomo for sexual misconduct anchor don lemon is accused of sexual assault producer rick salibi forced out for soliciting underage photos and is under criminal investigation producer John Griffin is facing federal sex crime charges involving children and Jeffrey Zoomin Tubin exposed himself during a virtual meeting with colleagues that ladies and gentlemen is your most trusted name in news and they are down 90% <laughs> hey <laughs> Everybody. Cares, uh, but I got one better. Hold on, don't go. I got one better. And also, socialist media engagement of mainstream media news outlets, whereas where Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube has made a majority of their money over the last two or three years because of Donald Trump. Social media engagement of mainstream media news outlets on uh, on big tech. Companies are dropped 65%. (laughs) Where are these people going? Rumble, Getter, Telegram, Real America's Voice News, OAN, or maybe not OAN so much, right side broadcasting. The market is huge. The industry is huge. And if all these people are leaving CNN and MSNBC, where do you think they're going? To the truth. That's why I tell you that Biden, the Democratic Party, and the mainstream media and big tech are all dying. By the time the twenty twenty four presidential election comes, you are going to see Rumble, Getter, Truth Social, and others, and uh, Real America's Voice News, Right Side Broadcasting. You're going to see us on top and them on the bottom. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. <laughs> I miss Stone Cold, don't you guys? I know I do. Now, to end the show with a little smile, let's watch President Trump being interviewed by none other than NPR, not by Sven. (laughs) This is so great. Wait until you see this. President Trump was interviewed by NPR, and NPR started being their smug liberal loser selves, and Donald Trump was having none of it. Donald Trump was having none of it. Now, a lot of the people in the conservative uh, realm have said, well, why did Donald Trump even agree to go on there? Why did he even agree to go on there? Because Donald Trump is not a coward like Joe Biden. Donald Trump goes and faces adversity unlike Joe Biden. So Donald Trump decided to go on NPR News and rip him and then hang up on him. (laughs) He hung up on him. He straight hung up on them. And then they're like, oh, he's gone. He hung up. (laughs) <laughs> Listen to this fiery exchange right before Donald Trump hangs up on NPR news. <laughs> that I got. no a lot
0: sitting of votes. president votes. That's true. Has ever in, gotten a lot of, no lot of sitting you, president. Do you, I, nobody believes. You think Biden no, got 80 million it's, votes? It's, it's true. I don't believe it. It's true that you, you got more got than any sitting in president in the election you disputed. How come um, he couldn't? If then I can, Mr. Biden, President, Mr. President, let me ask you this question. How come Biden couldn't attract 20 people for a crowd? How come when he went to speak in different locations, nobody came to watch, but all of a sudden he got 80 million votes? If you're me, maybe because nobody the election that. was about you. If I can just move on to ask, are you telling Republicans in 2022 that they must press your case on the past election in yep. order to get your endorsement? Is yep. that an absolute? They're going to do whatever they want to do, whatever they have to do, they're going to do. But the one thing that is smart. The ones that know. You take a look at, again. You take a look at how Carrie Lake is doing, running for governor. She's very big on this issue. She's leading by a lot. People have no idea how big this issue is, and they don't want it to happen again. It shouldn't be allowed to happen, and they don't want it to happen again. Wanted- and the only way it's not going to happen again is you have to solve the problem of the presidential rigged election of 2020. So Mr. Steve, President, if I'm... Well, much, well, I I one more question. It. I want to ask about a court hearing yesterday on January 6th. Judge Amit Meta, he's gone. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's gone. Okay. <laughs> See you later. Have a good one. Mic drop on you, Sven. See you later, NPR. Get to the bottom of it. Shut your mouth. See, here's the problem, is that NPR and the Democrats cannot stand that Donald Trump is about to do exactly what he did in 2016 and 2022, which is strong arm the Republican Party to bend to his agenda because their agenda does not work as the Uniparty and we have completely taken over and they can't stand. It. How dare you strong arm the Republican party? How dare you. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. I love it. I know you love it. We all love it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for today's show. But before we go, I do want to highlight one of the businesses on the America strong business page today. And that is going to be, let's bring them up so everybody can see. Here we go. We're up to almost 200, by the way, or 300, by the way. Sharp Lawn and Landscaping, folks, in Florida. If you live in Florida, reach out to Sharp Lawn Lawn and Landscaping. They are in Wedgwood Lane, Florida. They are Patriots. You can go to the American Strong Business tab, and you can click on their website here, get a hold of them. Again, Wedgwood Lane, Florida. Uh, you contact Sharp and Lawn Landscaping, ladies and gentlemen, and they'll be able to do a good job for you because they're patriots. And we want to keep other patriot businesses in business. Also, the featured item of the day today is You Can't Beat God, women's T-shirt, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, on the back it says, so you might as well join him. That is going to do it for Live from America today. Remember to always use your promo code LFA if you want big deals from now through President's Day on, my, on mypillow.com. Go there now. Massive discounts with the LFA, uh, the LFA promo code, especially on betting. Throw uh, weighted blankets, uh, down bedding, throw pillows, big, huge body pillows, all of it. All bedding is massively on sale. Promo code LFA and also over on PatriotFoods.com. If you shop local and give money to veterans and fresh food, produce farmers, use promo code LFA and we all boats rise, right? All boats rise. There are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one, you say it. You got it, Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you guys. I'll see you tonight at 5 p.m. Eastern time. I almost said 5.30 for some reason. For more Live from America, which we will be taping for Real America's Voice News, thank you, God bless you, thanks for the donation, share the video one more time, and I'm out. Peace. Rebirth of America.